Good morning, good morning. It's Eshin Brenda Shoshana back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life, The Unshakable Road to Love. Unshakable, love, Zen, all the same. All these are just words. You know, in Zen, we say, wash out your mouth before you speak about Zen. That's quite... <laughs> That's quite a fierce instruction, and it's true. And what they mean is what anything you say about Zen, all these words, ideas, images, it's off the mark. It's confusing. It's actually a distortion of what Zen practice really is, which is to... Bypass. I don't mean bypass in the way of suppress or ignore, but not to pay attention in the usual way that we usually do to thoughts, words, ideas, concepts, not to take them seriously. In fact, many of them are just poison for us. Poison. You know, that's another strong word, poison. Another wonderful guidance of Zen is, please know the difference between poison and medicine. That's a fantastic instruction as well. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have a little, I'm, I'm still a little bit with my, a little, I don't know what it is, a cold, whatever it is. I don't want to label it. I'm just sitting here now talking to you, and I'm fine. And I'm grateful to be sitting here talking to you. Words, words, words. So there's a contradiction, talking, talking. And yet, and yet, what is the difference between poison and medicine? Some words are poison. Some ideas are poison. They distort reality. They lead us astray. They torture us. We're tortured, not so much often by what happens, but by the thoughts about it the fears, the imagination, the images. You know, thought creates images. Pictures in our mind, limitations in our life. Some thoughts can be freeing. They can be medicine. They point in another direction. But as we actually sit in Zen, do our Zazen practice, we put our attention somewhere else. The real medicine is our attention. What are you paying attention to? Are you paying attention to the beautiful, beautiful sound of the rain? Or are you paying attention to this, the thoughts of the voice in your head that are freaking you out usually? Warning of dangers, reading the news all the time, which is one nightmare after another. We seem to be bathed in nightmares these days, like going to a horror movie. Well, we can take back our attention. Zazen is taking back our attention, which is our life, which is our dominion over how we feel and how we respond and how we behave. A very great Zen master was asked, what is Zen? And he said, attention. 
And the student said, that's it? And he said, attention, attention. And the student said, nothing else? And he said, attention, attention, attention. We want something fancy or something better or something more exciting. Maybe some of us, not maybe, but definitely many of us love these horror movies. We go to them, we watch the news, we put our attention into them, we feed them. Attention is a food, and what you pay attention to increases, and it increases in your life. And what you withdraw your attention from fades away because it has no life other than the attention that you give it. That's a force. You're giving it your life. You're agreeing to it when you're paying a lot of attention to it. Obsession is attention run wild, fixated attention, and then we feel trapped. We can't get out, but it's our attention. We can always get out. We can sit down, not move, and pay attention to something completely different. Pay attention to your breath, in and out. That's it. Yes, the thoughts will come. Yes, the bad news will come in our mind, but we don't pay attention. So as we sit, we're training our attention. Very, very important training. They say sashin, which is one full day, three days, seven days of continuous practice from early morning to late at night. They say sashin pulls back our attention from all the scattering it's gone through, all the little corners it's it's hidden in. We reclaim ourselves we reclaim our attention and what we're going to place it on. Very, very beautiful and important. <clears throat> so many people these days, as a, as a side note, suffering from ADHD, which is an attention disorder. And I've also heard that Zazen is the best medicine for that. Training the attention, building that muscle, When we let our attention run wild, when we believe whatever comes in our pathway, we are really actually lost. Lost. So Zazen is a very radical practice of simplicity and honesty. It's very honest because it doesn't go along with whatever comes into our head. It stays with what is right here. And as we do that, clarity appears. You know, we all have such a deep possibility and potential for real guidance and insight right within our own mind. It's right there. We have a perfect navigation system in life in all ways but our paying but when we pay attention and give credence to all that comes into our mind all the news all the fake news from our own mind 
that comes up, goes away, comes back again, then our inner navigation system is lost. We're confused. Great confusion comes. But it can also very, very easily and readily be let go. Zazen is only good news because whatever comes, it's good news because we're training our attention and we're not figuring anything out. We're simply sitting. That is the medicine. That is the medicine. You know, usually we think medicine, let me take this pill, that pill, this treatment, that treatment. The more treatments we take, the more confusing it can become, which diagnosis is right, which is wrong, all that. Just take the medicine of life, your own breath being offered to you every single minute. Medicine is being given to you. We, our breath is given to us free of charge. It just happens, but we don't pay attention to it. Our mind is way somewhere else. It sounds silly. Well, just paying attention to my breath and not moving, that's going to be medicine. Yes, it is. Deep medicine. So you see, this is not rational or logical in the usual sense. <clears throat> my teacher always used to say, the real is not rational. He would say that over and over. And he would laugh. I loved the way he laughed. I loved the way he sat. I loved the way he was committed to each student and to each breath. It all was natural, organic, inevitable for him. Did he make mistakes? Of course. Human being too. This is not a practice of being a saint. It's a practice of being real being here, taking the medicine of life, appreciating it. There's a wonderful saying, drinking a cup of green tea, I stopped the war. How I love that little poem. I always loved it. Because it by itself would simply redirect me redirect my attention, take it away when it was lost in the brambles of life. Now, did I have to go get a cup of green tea? Sometimes I did. I love green tea. That would be nice. And in the Zendo, of course, we at times drink green tea or other tea together. But that's not what that little beautiful saying means. It just means being present for whatever I'm given and appreciating it, and really tasting it. I stopped the war. I stopped the conflict within. <clears throat> I stopped paying attention to all the warring thoughts and memories and feelings that continually accost us. They just come up, boom, boom, like mosquitoes on a summer night, boom, boom. They, they do that. Of course... 
as we sit a lot, they come up less, but that's not the purpose of sitting a lot. But because the purpose is not to make the thoughts come up less, although it's a side product at times, at other times they're back. It's a question of how we relate to them. Do we allow them to pull the attention away? Do we allow them to live our life? Do we allow them to take over? Or do we allow them to come up and pass pass by like a floating cloud on a summer night? Oh, here you are. You notice it, but your attention is with something simple, real. You're breathing, the feeling of the fresh air on your face. That's medicine. The things we don't pay attention to in life, we pay attention to in Zen practice. And it's very soothing and very clarifying and very heartwarming to feel the beautiful air on our face. You know, when we're sitting quietly and still and not running around and just paying attention, those things become very vivid and very poignant and they become deep medicine. I remember after the very first session I ever attended many, many years ago, many years ago, seven-day session, and it was a beautiful session, was very hard at times, very moving at times, everything. One goes through everything during session. But at the very end, I walked outdoors. There was a big lawn there. It was the springtime, and I sat down on the lawn, and there was a little daffodil. We see tons of them. They're always there. Just a wild flower popping up. And I sat beside it. And I looked at it. And it was glowing. I felt it was looking at me as I was looking at it. And I was gripped by the beauty of this flower. And I said, oh my goodness. I've never seen this flower before. Now, of course, I'd seen it peripherally, superficially, but I'd never seen it deeply. And that moment stayed with me the rest of my life. Medicine. It was, it was astonishing, the beauty available and the wonder of everything that's just so simple. When we can really be with it, without distraction by the mind, on and on and on. Which doesn't mean the mind totally stops, but it's put in its place. (laughs) We see it for what it is and how freeing that is. So then we can easily redirect our attention to the flower, to the tea, to our breath, to the joy of cleaning the house. It's fun. It's thrilling, really. (laughs) That sounds so silly, but I mean it. When as things get cleaner, they begin to shine too, and you feel so good. So good. So I really appreciate your wonderful emails this week, and I really appreciate your listening to the talk. Such an antidote, Zen practice is, 
to the complete complexity, confusion, and trying to figure everything out and get a handle. Somebody said to me, I've got to get a handle on things. And I said, no, you don't. (laughs) No, you don't. Just breathe. Just enjoy the meal. Now, it might sound very silly and like retreating from the big issues of life. I would say the opposite is true. When we enter our life deeply, we're helping heal the whole world as well as ourselves because we are the whole world and part of the whole world. And we're helping redirect these big issues of life to what is real. Anyway, try it, see, enjoy, and thank you for listening. Have a wonderful, beautiful day. Bye-bye.